going on with the world? What is going on with the world? You know how much playgrounds suck nowadays? Like my kids always like, yo mom, look at this pirate ship theater card, and I'm like, it doesn't even move. And then you stand on it, and I got so legs for days, and I'd be standing on it trying to push it with all my might, and it barely moves. And I'm like, this is just nonsensical. You try to push it harder, it fights back. I'm like, what is the point of this? Pointless. Ew. <laughs> it's like a pretty man who does nothing for you. You know, the package is great. <laughs> It's like getting an Amazon package with nothing in it or like the wish person. You're like, what the fuck is this? That is exactly what it's like. Womp womp. So anyway, today we have on the show wine courier, Tammy. So <laughs> Tammy, <laughs> wine courier. I don't know what accent that is, but anyway, okay. <laughs> welcome to the show today. Thank so you. Give, yeah, we are so glad you see you're so pretty. Look at those pearly whites. Well, I've put makeup on a little bit for the first time today at 8.30 p.m., so <laughs> <laughs> otherwise <laughs> I'm like in, blah, you know, just in my, uh, I think my outfit that I've worn for three days in a row, probably. <laughs> you want to know my life hack is, is you look medium like crap and then like every day and then when you go to job interview, you boss up and people are like, whoa, <laughs> you smarter. They're like, where have you been all my life? Like, where was that hiding? I'm like, I got tricks. You don't know. I yeah. got more to show. Hey, ho. <laughs> that needs to become a shirt. <laughs> so anyways, so uh, I'm going to take one question away from uh, um, Jen. So first question, give the folks at home some, uh, some background about yourself. Um, have you always been an athlete? Tell us about your records, you know, um, getting into the fitness a little bit later you know, deciding to build a Spider-Man wall in your garage, that kind of thing. <laughs> How did you yeah, become you? Okay. Was it drinking wine? I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, not drinking wine my whole life, but pretty close. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I grew up on a farm, so I think it started there. Like I was just playing in the dirt, in the rocks, pretty much every day, right, growing up. And I grew up with two older brothers who would always kind of beat me up a little bit. So I think just put in that position, I had to be a little bit tough <laughs> or at least, you know, just define, defend myself. Right. <laughs> older brothers are amazing. Yeah. I, to me, they're toughness coaches. Cause again, my older brother, and I tell them yeah. that because I'm yeah. probably not half the person that I am without my older brother. So keep going, Tammy. This yeah. is it. Yep. This is, yeah. this is nuggets right here. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've always just been kind of active. You've always been active. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, on the four-wheelers, riding bikes, skateboard down the hill. We had a huge hill outside our house, and I would always just skateboard down that thing. Like, looking back now, it's 50 miles an hour, you know, like, not safe at all. <laughs> Swimming in the canal banks, which is totally not cool now, but... Back then we could get away with those things. <laughs> yeah. And then, I don't know, I just, um, I would do random things. Like I remember one time in grade school, there was this competition, like you could win a brand new bike and it was pretty much for the person who could just keep going on the bike. Just, and so I literally rode that bike like probably for eight hours straight <laughs> and I won, I got a free bike. And that was like the best that day ever. Crazy, crazy. Cause most kids are so ADD and like within like, 20 minutes and they're like where's my princess you know like yeah. where's my snack that's pretty crazy you're like i am going to win yes. where <laughs> yeah your parents are like uh missing children and they're like no she's still on the bike bro okay. still on the bike <laughs> yeah and growing up we were pretty poor so like winning a brand new bike that wasn't like a hand-me-down that was pretty epic yeah and then after that i did kind of traditional sports like soccer basketball um, track and field, but it was really track and field that I kind of, it just grabbed me. I realized that, oh, I like to jump. So I kind of stuck it out with long jump. And then uh, I remember my junior high coach, Mr. Bittner, he said, I don't think it's legal in junior high to do triple jump, but he said, oh, once you get to high school, you should try triple jump. And sure enough, I got to high school, tried triple jump. And I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> kind of random, but it fit me pretty well. Um, and so that kind of led to college. I actually was not planning on, I didn't get any scholarships into college uh, my freshman year. But then um, like a month before school started, the 
University of Idaho uh, track um, yogi is her name. She reached out to me and said, do you want to walk on? And I was like, uh, sure, why not? <laughs> so I walked on my freshman year and then I ended up doing pretty well. Um, my sophomore year, I won the NCAA. So it was NCAA division one track and field, triple jump. Um, the back then it was, oh, it wasn't the WAC. We were, it was a different conference that we switched to anyways, won the triple jump and, um, ended up getting a full ride for the rest of my college career. So that was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just for jumping. Yeah. Oh, you were That's just born a ninja. Like your parents would be walking by, you just be on a building behind me. They'd be like, Tammy, get down. Yeah. What are you doing up there? Get down. And you'd be like, mom, I'm just exploring. I'm living my best life. Well, actually, I, yes to all that, except for the, uh, my parents weren't really watching me. They're too busy working or my mom was golfing, yes, you know, they were, yes, so they didn't really pay golf. attention at all. <laughs> Not really. Um, so my dad, my dad built a gymnastics bar out of these huge, like 15 foot log poles with like the bar was probably 15 feet in the air, <laughs> like just getting up awesome. to it. You had to get on a ladder and that was in our backyard. So that was pretty rad. So Tammy, I would honestly say that like being poor, okay, um, and uh, being a country kid is like because you have superpowers, and I truly believe those are <laughs> blessings. People like, oh, you're you're from the country, the farm. Look at you, you're just like a farm. It's so poor, but you know what? Honestly, I was yeah. always active outside because my parents, my mom was like, mom, she was always working, and uh, so like she wasn't watching me. I don't know how I didn't die because I was pretty friendly. Just saying, um, you know what's that, Tammy? <laughs> Um, but anyways, yeah, like you, you just become super fit naturally and, um, creative and a problem solver and a hustler and resilient as hell. Right. Cause it's like, I see these kids, it's like, I call them weenies and I'm like, man, you can tell that you never fell off a skidoo or a quad really fast. It hurt your bum. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> like well, so I, nobody came out of you were just like, ah, my screen. And then eventually you got up, you know, I, I definitely learned a few lessons. I, I was racing in junior high on the monkey bars. And I slipped off and I broke my arm. So <laughs> yeah, definitely had quite a few uh, boo-boos and lots of falls. I think I flipped the four-wheeler once or twice. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Some... I'm feeling it. You're also skinny. So I feel like like that would hurt more. Like I have a big ass. So I like I have a fatty and like a thick back, but I feel like with you, maybe I don't know, you're ninja. Maybe you just bounce off things. That's your other. I don't know about skinny. Like check out these out. I didn't mean not much. You're like a cheetah. I'm just like a. I'm a panda. Remember, you know, it's just different. Panda strong. That's right. Panda strong. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and so I discovered a rock climbing. That's kind of one of my. That's my like passion is rock climbing. Uh, when I was in high school, sophomore, uh, my mom would basically take me to this, uh, the Nampa rec center. And it was almost like my daycare in a way. <laughs> it was so awesome though. There was like basketball court, swimming pool. Um, they had a huge rock climbing wall and I'd always just rock, walk by it and look at it, but never dove in until one day. And then I just got hooked from there. So yeah, I love climbing. <laughs> Absolutely. And you were like, oh, I'm going to build a Spider-Man wall. And then you proceeded to do as such and order rocks on Amazon. Anyways, Jen was saying. Yeah, it's all good. So um, now you mentioned, you know, your track experience um, with the triple jump. Um, so how was your experience as a college athlete? And um, what were some valuable lessons you learned? uh, during that time? Yeah. Um, it was pretty big for me because, um, it was a lot of traveling, um, just a lot of work. I mean, every day you're going to practice, like you put that as number one, basically. I mean, as long as you're getting good grades, right. <laughs> but trying to balance yeah. all of it, academics and athletics. I was also in a sorority, um, and I worked part-time too. So it was, it was just a lot um, going on, but you know, you're in college, you've got lots of energy and you just show up every day. And some days are good days. Some days are tough days. I had a pretty tough coach. She was, a, uh, yeah, she had a whip. <laughs> I remember doing these things. We called them, uh, arboretums and, uh, 
it's like this little forest. It looks all innocent and like a nice place to go like on a picnic, but no, we would do these death sprints and it's like maybe 600 meters, I think maybe 400 meters. And it's just all out, like just sprint, you know, times six reps or, you know, <laughs> so I'm, envi I'm envisioning Bambi. I'm envisioning Bambi, like, as you describe, like, Arboretum, and I remember Jen telling me something about that, and I had no idea, so once you put the 600 meters behind it, then yeah. it almost seems like the, like, the Bambi forest <laughs> now becomes, like, of hell. <laughs> well, that, or I was thinking Sleepy Hollow, you know, Ooh, yeah, that's, that's the way that I was thinking about it, uh -huh. yeah, I could see so, that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. That's what I'm seeing right now. So it, it, it's just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. But overall, yeah. I, it was so fun traveling and uh, competing at against different schools. And I liked track and field because it was an individual sport, but you're also part of a big team. Um, so that was really, I don't know. I thought that was the best part of it. You know, you have a team, but you're still mm -hmm. doing your own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really loved it. There were ups and downs, but that's just kind of how it goes when you're in something for the full commitment of four to five years. Okay, so anyway, no, and that's a good. Oh, go ahead. Yep. You have shown that you are very, very consistent, and that you have the long game on lockdown. You do not grow weary. You do not <laughs> grow slow. <laughs> you right. get it done. Yes. So <laughs> I just pretty sure that's what like one of the reasons why I wanted to get into fitness as a kid, just watching it on the show. And I was like, oh my God, that's fine. And I was like, I want to be able to do that one time. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's why I like was super into fitness as a kid, like, but didn't understand. And uh, I was like, oh, one day I want to travel to USA and I'm going to go Ninja Got Talent. I'm going to go to America's Got Talent. I'm going to win the world. So, anyways, <laughs> um, you got involved in Ninja Warrior. What was that process like? You know, how many years were you on the show? But like, what was the conversion? I'm working like, you know, how did you go from being, you know, long-term college athletes to be like, yeah, Ninja Warrior? Um, yeah, there was actually a pretty big gap. So um, uh, like about a 10-year gap. I pretty much stayed true to rock climbing um, after college. There is kind of that awkward like transition when you do a collegiate sport. Like, do you continue doing that? You know, if you're not going to be an Olympian, you know, it's like, you have that routine and structure every single day and then all of a sudden it's gone, right? So um, that was a bit of a transition, but I, I think that's why I appreciate rock climbing so much is that it kind of was always there for me, um, even though I kind of tapered off on the track and field a bit. Um, but yeah, so uh, in my early thirties, I was like, I think it was when Casey Catanzaro, everybody saw her, she did so good on American Ninja Warrior and she's like, I don't know, five feet tall and petite, right? And so I was like, oh my gosh, that looks so much fun. So I looked into applying and I just, I don't know, I don't ever win like scratch tickets or anything like that, but I was like, let's just throw my name in the mix and see what happens. And, and then one day I got the call probably like a few months later, I think. And uh, they said, hey, uh, do you want to come compete on American Ninja Warrior? You just have to be in Kansas City here in three weeks. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I kind of had a little <laughs> panic moment. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and that's kind of the start of it. Um, I competed for three years uh, on American Ninja Warrior. I went to Kansas City and then Indianapolis and then uh, Denver. So season seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, the process is pretty crazy actually. So they film at night. So you're doing your runs anywhere between uh, like sunset to 4 a.m., 5 a.m. when the sun's starting to come up, you know. Um, my oh first my year, I was like the fifth person out my first year. So I didn't have the advantage of, uh, yeah, I didn't have the advantage of like seeing a lot of people go before me, which I think that's a little bit helpful mm. when you could watch, you know, learn from other people's mistakes, but, um, it was super fun. I think I got to the fourth obstacles. I didn't do the greatest. I didn't finish, but I didn't do terrible. Um, and overall it was a good experience. It was fun. Yeah, and then second, my second year um, in Indianapolis, that was crazy. There was like thunderstorms, lightning. Um, legally, they have to shut it down for I think one hour if there's lightning or thunder. So they got postponed to the second night. And then um, I was like one of the last people to go. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
and that was pretty good too. I did pretty good, not great enough to do make it to the finals night, um, but that's okay. Like I was happy with how I did. And then my third year, Denver was when I had my best run and I was able to make it um, to the city finals. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. overall, yeah. Overall, yeah, I really so like Ninja Warrior. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Yeah, no. Well, who doesn't? I mean, it's just amazing. You know, it's just almost like a reboot of, you know, American Gladiators, but it, there's a little bit more finesse to it. You know, it just there's that action. It's that action hero that everybody loves. So from <laughs> from Ninja Warrior, um, did you find some additional fitness weaknesses from that? And how did you remedy, remedy it from like season seven? to eight and then nine. Yeah. So going on, um, I asked a few other pro ninjas what I'm like, what should I work on? And somebody said lachets. And I was like, uh, what's a lachet? <laughs> yeah, Do you guys yeah. know what a lachet is? No. So it piques my interest. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Educate us, Tammy. Hi. Tearing up my heart with that. No, I'm just kidding. I'm saying, you know, Nick Lachey, 98 degrees. I will never forget him. Nick, you want to make a baby? She let you down. Let me know. Anyways, continue. <laughs> oh, wait, Nick? Who's this Nick guy? <laughs> Do not Nick know now. Nick Lachey, degrees. Oh, okay. What you're taking me back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of like a Johnny Depp, Edward Scissorhands, like, yeah, that kind of. <laughs> I have a problem. I am attracted to fuck boys and their prettiness. And as I've gone older, I'm like, go on, touch it. It's like it's like a fly to the light, you know. You're just gonna get, or like a fence, a barbed wire fence. Go on, touch it. Yeah. It. <laughs> go for the Edward Scissor hands. <laughs> yes. Sexy. <laughs> yeah. So the lache. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, lache. Okay. Lache. Sorry. Yeah. So Lachey is basically swinging from something to something. And I, I swear oh, that's like all they do good. in Ninja Warrior is like you're swinging and latching something. Um, so that was a big thing that I had to go figure out how to do, like swing my body. Climbing is generally pretty static. Like you're not like doing that much jumping. There's a little bit of jumping like dinos involved, but overall like Ninja Warrior, you're doing a lot of flying through the air and latching things, you know, pretty quickly. And also trying to do things first try that's something that is big on ninja warrior you only get one try and you're either you made it or you're in the water <laughs> so I had to work a lot yeah. on uh my husband would set up courses for me which was pretty cool he would create these random courses and I would get one shot and uh just you know give it all you got and hopefully they'll go splash <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know those were my big weaknesses um also let's see trampolines are kind of a that's a tough one because they have some pretty like stunt grade trampolines that are sensitive like very yeah mm. oh yeah Denver in my Denver um, finals I fell on the trampoline uh, but I had gotten past it the previous night so oh, I just hit it like a little bit too um, my body was a little too upright so I ended up going just straight up instead of forward and I just went whoop, way up and then straight down. <laughs> so, oh no. Yeah. So, hey, Daddy, get, yeah. Did, you, did you train with stuntmen and women on the trampoline? Is that how you learned how to jump on the trampoline? Um, you know, I seriously like <laughs> searched around in my Boise area, Boise, Idaho, um, anybody who could help me in some way. So, I did reach out to a lot of like parkour uh, gym owners, parkour! teachers. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, some trampolines. Yeah. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then some gyms that have like lots of fancy trampolines. Um, I got some help with that too. So, and then also I had a lot of training on the warp ball. The warp ball is a little bit intimidating in the beginning. It was pretty scary to me because it does take a little bit of technique trying to learn how to <laughs> go up it and fall down it. Not just the going up, but the falling down parts a little bit tricky, you know? So. Jen is looking at how, like, uh, I feel like Jen right now looks like how God is looking at me from space. <laughs> Thank crazy shit out of my mouth. Um, you know, I've heard of like, like uh, dancing with toddlers. It's so funny. It was on some like late night show and the toddlers would go on there and the, 
um host had to like try to like Jayla went on there and stuff and they had to try to like follow the toddlers we hire a bunch of kids like boys and then give them stores and, and like trampolines and stuff to climb and then just follow them <laughs> that's, that's the training you know what I mean just and the girls too my daughter was yeah she had a sword a balloon sword yesterday and she was beating nice. beating the crap out of us with it <laughs> okay so my little brother was a weenie back to earlier and my mom was like Stephanie stop beating on your brother and I'm like tell him to stop being a weenie he's always playing video games that's not real life I'm like come meet me outside and I was yeah. always a gangster starting shit <laughs> on the north side you know like come and get come get it anyway yeah <laughs> but i'm just hanging with a bunch of kids and be like yo i bet you i can beat you climbing this fence i'm telling you you want like fitness motivation you can ever never outdo a child they'll always go fast if you can you are a ninja warrior well so that that's actually a lot of my training i would just go to random parks around the city and i was that odd girl that was like the adult that was going to break all all of the equipment basically <laughs> yeah awesome I do like water yoga in the waiting pool with my kid and I'm like I bike everywhere and I just I'm like I always do yoga and stretch when he's playing soccer my mom kids I was like don't do that and gets mad at me and then other people just stare at me and I'm like you just jelly because I'm a panda and I'm doing it and you just sit on your bum your cell phone That's I don't right. know maybe those girls are personal trainers but I am my personal trainer and life is a gym bitch that's how you become <laughs> a warrior I don't know that maybe that needs to be in a shirt as well so <laughs> So I think you kind of like talked about how you overcame those weaknesses, but like, is there anything else that you had to overcome and how did you overcome it? Um, yeah, so uh, definitely like the stage fright and the nerves, you know, um, just because it's like a, it's an odd experience with television cameras and they make you do all the like B-roll. I didn't know what B-roll was. <laughs> um just getting in front of all the cameras and they're making you like act like kind of like a tough kid and <laughs> it's just it's gotcha. kind of silly I don't know it's hard to take it seriously but um but you just kind of just go along with it and like have fun with it or like video yeah. games like yes like you have to do this pose you know <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 look all serious <laughs> um, like Jen but I think <laughs> what really helped me was just <laughs> <laughs> what helped you one? Oh, so like when you know when you're about to go when it's your turn you just have to realize that everybody else is in the same shoes like they're nervous as hell too right like you're not the only nervous person there so I think that goes with any competition it's just like everybody's feeling the same way or similar feelings everybody handles it a little bit differently so um I think once you just realize that like accept it and then just get on with your game and once you step onto the the platform and you start going, you kind of, all the nerves go away and then you just get kind of get into the, the movement, you know? It's actually very true. Cause like my bike, like it's so heavy. It's like, a, it's a cargo bike. So like the frame itself weighs over 150 pounds, right? And then my kids in it. So I'm pushing that and my body weight. So it's like pushing like 600 pounds around and it's a lot of work. But if I think about it, I, I, I go slower, like significantly slower. Cause I've like kind of researched a bit now. Same with yeah. like weightlifting. If I like think about it too much or I think of anything stressful that I train at night, like I, I hurt myself with the barbells, right? I don't get as much reps. I don't get as much gain. So there is, there is like an art and finesse about kind of being um, like a meathead and letting go and not overthinking or thinking too much. Like it's good to visualize, but you don't want to visualize, visualize yourself and do a panic attack. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah, kind of exactly. got to let go of expectations and just like expectations to get the job done. It's like, so, you know, this Tyler Perry movie once where he was like talking about, it was like about single moms and a, a mom who's, you know, her husband left, she had young kids and she recently became a single mom. She was like, how do I do it? She's asking all the single moms, how to do it? Cause she was like going to have no strength. And I'm like, you don't think about it. And it's true. You just keep chugging along like a train. If a train was like, oh man, I got to go this far. I mean, you know, you yeah. start thinking, well, will I have enough coal? Will I have enough of this? So it's just like, I don't know, don't <laughs> question it, right? Just do. And it's keep on moving. <laughs> yeah. Oh so you can, yeah. Um, an object in motion stays in motion. Just, uh, and, and there's a lot to be said about like, yeah, silliness, momentum. Like um, happiness is just as powerful um, as energy source as anger. You know what I mean? Like right. joy, like intense joy. So I feel like being childlike is really important. I like, I think like being a ninja warrior is kind of like getting to do that. You still get to strength train, but you get to be like a big kid, you know, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
Absolutely. So um, also here before we'll do another, another question from your whole entire athletic experience, what do you think your greatest challenge or obstacle has been either from injury or competition? Oh, um, okay. I think I have a few, like in, when I was in college, um, I peaked during my sophomore year and mm -hmm. after my sophomore year, like I, I jammed my ankle pretty bad. Um, and then I don't know, you're just in that environment where you're, especially if you're on scholarship to compete. And so I never was able to fully let it heal. And so it was just the frustration oh, of trying to like, you know, break records or, you know, at least do what you have done prior. Right. Like, um, and then it's just like, you're making it worse. And so trying to triple jump on an injured jammed ankle does not feel good. So <laughs> that was definitely a struggle. Like, um, yeah, but then I would also say, um, another struggle, um, let's see, was when I lost my dad, it was back in 2018, I was pregnant. I was about six months pregnant. And so that was a big like emotional toll, um, you know, but yeah. everybody goes through it. It's, it's tough, but sad to say, it's just part of life. And you, you know, you just actually, the timing was kind of great for my mom in a way, because that's when baby Hazel came along and they have Aww. a bond. Yeah. They have a bond that they're so tight. It's pretty amazing. So, um, and then also I would say just giving birth, becoming pregnant, giving birth, and then trying to yeah. parent and then keeping your, yeah. all your motivation still chugging along. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Oh, I have yeah. a three-year-old and a one-year-old and whoo, they, they're busy little girls. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Me and Jen very much understand. We have kids in the same age, so we totally get that challenge. It's yeah. very hard. I'm curious, um, with your dad, because I remember early in the conversation, you were talking about how he built you that stuff. And I just think that's so damn beautiful. It's yeah. almost like, yeah. you know, it's destiny that you did this. And that was like the little seedling. So do you feel like with your dad's death, even though you had like this girl to raise that you wanted to kind of pass on how he raised you and inspired you, motivated you to like, you know, I shine for your dad. Now that he's gone, if that makes sense. Like, was that more yeah. of a kind of catalyst to push you forward in motivation? Totally. He's always kind of there in the back of my mind, you know, when I'm, I don't know, he's always been that type that's like work hard, but also play hard, you know, <laughs> um, he, he would drive up to all of my track meets. He would drive like five hours just to go watch me jump, um, almost every weekend. If he can make it, he would be there. So yeah, he was, he was wonderful. <laughs> Pretty lucky to have his support. Yeah, no, you are. I mean, honestly, you are because like, you know, from doing the show now for almost two years, I've met a lot of women and a lot of the women have come to these sports from having negative male influences in their life. So no, I'm not saying all, I'm not saying, cause there's tons of women just like you. So I think that's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? To have that experience and that. And, and I think um, that's kind of like the direction things are going now, right? As mm -hmm. parents, we're trying to pass that on in fitness yeah. going forward. You know my mom, I mean? my mom is a badass. She's this little five foot two Chinese lady. And, uh, she is a good <laughs> golfer. She kicks butt in golf. She's always bragging about every weekend. Oh, I won $2 this weekend. You know, I won. <laughs> Cause they, they bet. Yeah. She's a really good golfer and, um, uh, ping pong too. She's like the Thailand oh, champion ping pong. Oh my God. Yeah. And she was she my soccer coach her? growing up. <laughs> what? Oh, she's like, listen, you hear Tammy come here. Tammy, Tammy yeah. come closer. Oh yeah. Tammy yes. boot the ball. <laughs> oh yes. 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 That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> boot it, Tammy. Boot it. <laughs> yeah. You don't mess around. I'm telling you, they can whoop your ass. Like my <laughs> and my brothers have Chinese. They have a Chinese dad. I like never mess with him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. he's a secret ninja as well. You know what I mean? Like yes. I swear my mom learned her ass whooping abilities from her marriage to him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and <laughs> fuck around. My mom, when you try to punch her, she'll take you down like fast. She's like 70 something now. She'll, see, she'll beat your ass. You know what I mean? So <laughs> on that subject, um, Jen, number five. Number five. Yeah. Uh, number <laughs> five. Cinco, Cinco. Yeah. As as in this like powerful little panda strong group, you know, we're moms and 
you know, you're a mother too. So you're also working. And how do you find the balance to train? Like, where are you finding your time to train? Are you getting extra babysitters? How are you still keeping that goal alive? Do you make your mom watch them for free? (laughs) Oh, mom. Yes, I definitely. Well, my mom will take one, one kid, usually just Hazel, you know, I don't want to give her a heart attack with the two kids. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But I would definitely say like they don't put it in the hole like you did when you were younger, like in her accent. She's probably like, Tammy, I tell them put them holes. They say no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. It sounds like my mom. (laughs) Oh, um, I would say, okay, prioritize sleep first. That's like Mm -hmm. I remember just having a newborn, the sleep gets so bad. And I have some friends that are going through that right now. They have very young ones, you know, and I just remember we had the worst witching hour with Sylvia and I would just walk, walk, walk with her in the carrier every single afternoon and evening and night. Just that's the only thing that would soothe her. And it's just so tough. So prioritize sleep Mm -hmm. and just, just relax a little, like try to don't, don't get too much in a hurry to jump on the, you know, the training bandwagon quite yet. Um, cause you need to heal as well. Like giving birth is pretty tough on the body and everybody has a different experience. So, um, yeah. And then once you start feeling like, okay, I've got some energy. I actually signed up with a training coach. Um, awesome. yeah, he's a climbing coach. And so he incorporated some postpartum, uh, like pelvic floor strengthening in there. Um, yeah. And that was great. That was for three, three months. Um, but with both kids, I felt back to kind of normal after about one year, I would say. Um, but you really start to prioritize the time that you get, you know, like when you don't have kids and you get one hour, you get shit done. Right. (laughs) That's the big difference between now. Yeah. Um, when I was, you guys were talking earlier, I was folding laundry. So just saying, um, well, yeah. <laughs> I have my headphones on. Um, Multitask. But I think that's very important that you said that because I know definitely like not my first, but this one because I had a rep to keep and I wanted to jump back into training so bad and then the lockdown happened. Like I was definitely way too tough on myself, you know, with my training. Um, yeah. I didn't injure myself because I'm pretty smart with that stuff, but uh, sleep, man, for your mental yeah. health is number one. And if you're not sleeping, you're going to gain weight and you're not going to get the same output. Like it's better to be in there an hour than three hours. And it's hard, man. It's hard when you're a driven yeah. ambitious person to like, let that go. It's really hard because there's part of you that just wants to be with your kids and cuddle with them all day. But then you look in that mirror and you're like, man, but I want to get back in shape and you just want to be in less pain and feel better. So I think it's like, it's a balance, but you have to love on yourself. And I think self-love is not, pushing that process too fast but it's hard because you're just surrounded by so many badass women on social media in real life nowadays that it can feel like yeah I don't know like not doing enough do you know what I mean like they're not going fast enough or whatever but that's like the only regret I can have after I have my because my uh my second is going to be two in a couple months and I'm like man like you don't get those moments back again right so it's like as long as you're walking biking whatever lifting some weights fitting things where you can you don't have to you know what I mean like there's time right yeah. like think about it back in the day these categories didn't exist never mind for women our age so I feel like there's just doors that are just going to keep opening so we we can take the pressure off a bit you know what I mean like there's so many different strength sports like you don't have to do a specific timeline and one sport forever like if you want to great but I'm just saying it's like if you can have those fun experiences and accomplishments without killing yourself do you know what I mean Right. Yeah. And I think there's a lot more postpartum, um, like rebuilding coaches out there. I think it's going to just continue to grow and have more resources as far as rehabbing, you know, after a baby. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause things definitely felt so different down there. I would try to like toe in on climbing holds and I could definitely feel it in my inner pelvic area. It would just, Ooh, you know, it would hurt. Yeah. So, so on yeah. that subject, what is your favorite type of training? Can you tell us, uh, it wasn't in the questions, but can you tell us a little bit more about the training you did postpartum and how you progressed it? Because like I said, a lot of our listeners have, you know, have seen that and they may think, oh, it's just CrossFit or you have to be really skinny or whatever, all this. So, you know, um, coming from that aspect of being to me in a lower position, because you're recovering from having a baby, right? Uh, yeah. What are some, like, what are your favorite types of training? What are your go-tos that you found? 
have helped you progress after having kids? Yeah. So I did sign up with a coach. So that was really helpful because I didn't have the mental capacity to come up with everything myself. Um, I needed some assistance there. So um, Matt Fultz was my coach and he's actually, he's a climber, but he's local climber, but he's like top in the world. He happens to live right here and we kind of grew up with him. So that, that was pretty cool. Um, but a lot of it was, um, yeah, rehab, rehabbing the pelvic floor area. Um, but also just getting a lot of movement in, um, climbing. I would just get a little bit of climbing in, um, basic strength training, deadlifts, bench press, squat, um, and then also just a lot of walking, you know, I had a baby who would cry every night for hours and we would just walk. And I, I've never been a walker until I had kids. And I'm like, that's one of the healthiest things that you can do. I feel like it helps with like digestion. It helps with your low back, uh, pain, you know, just walking a lot. I don't know. I always just see old people walking, but <laughs> I'm like, why doesn't everybody walk more? It just feels so good after you do it, but Yeah. And then, so now I do a little bit more specific training. Um, Jen has gotten me hooked into the arm lifting world. So I've been having a lot of fun yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing lots of, uh, things involving my hands, basically like every day, my hands are just, ah, <laughs> yeah. And taking rest days too. Right. Yeah. So lots of bouldering okay. strength training and arm lifting and walking <laughs> to sum it up, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. And then you told me, so how was your first baptism of fire? So your first strong woman competition and how did that feel? Are you addicted? And what are some of the lessons from strong woman and what would you like to improve on? So I think it was kind of serendipitous. I found out about Panda Strong through the arm lifting competition because Panda Strong sponsored the arm lifting comp that we just did. And uh, then I was looking at the website and I saw the upcoming events link and there was one event on there, just one event. And it said battle of the brawny babes in Boise, Idaho. And I was like, what? That's where I live. <laughs> so I was like, I looked more into it and I've always wanted to try one of these strong, strong man, strong woman competitions. Um, so I thought about it and I kind of hashed it over with you, Jen. And then I was like, okay, yeah. why not? Let's, let's just go for it. Um, I definitely got yeah. beat down on any of the pushing events. There was like the log was the first event and I've never done a log before. And ooh, yes. that like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I used a, like a lightweight log, but I was still happy to get a log over my head. Um, let's see the second lift. Let's see there was a rope pull. So that was a pulling event. So I thought I did fairly good in that one. Um, and then there was a, the Denny lift. That was pretty rad. Denny, like the stacks of it was heavy cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something different. She did have an amazing set of different things. Anyway, you keep talking. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh no. The <laughs> uh, farmer's carry. That was fun, but that kind of came down to like a, a tactical thing, I guess. Yeah. I thought we were supposed to drop them at the end and then turn around, pick them back up and go. But the girl in front of me, she just like, whoosh, she like just turned around with them. She felt strong enough. She didn't have to like drop them. So right, like quickly before my run, I was like, uh, do I do that? You know, <laughs> I'm such a, yeah, 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 yeah. they're like, probably. So I got a little, uh, the tight, it was a tight turn. Anyways, I had a lot of fun and there was a lot of people from um, out of state there. There was a gal from Hawaii, I think Ohio, Montana, and uh, it was so much fun. And as much fun as it was, I don't know if I'll be taking it up as a full-time sport. <laughs> All I have to say with strong man is like, people don't realize this, but it's like, when you go into the more advanced level, they will, they will like, they will cancel you for like the small things, like dropping a weight, and then they'll get really specific, like log just from the shoulders repeatedly um, instead of from the ground, which actually makes a huge difference because um, you don't get that momentum. Um, and then some will be like, okay, well, you can't even, like, you can't even, well, I can't think of the word. You can't bend your legs, okay? So you just have to just, like, strict, strict press that log. And that's double dip. Hard. Yeah. So anyways, it's very, very intense. Um, it's like ninja 
it's like the ninja warrior but with like crazy weights attached to you it's, it's just yes, everything all in one but i thought you did really amazing like i didn't know it was the same person for sorry stuff and i was like wow like and i was like what is her x factor like what is it that why is she doing so well so i think it's like you said is that um ninja ninja right like the training endurance training like you said the walking and all that other stuff and then the climbing with your grip you know what i mean that makes a huge difference and I think a lot of people skip that they're just like ah oh, squat bench you know deadlift whatever and they forget about all those little things and if you're going to do strongman you better just start picking up random things and people <laughs> just yeah. teasing them teasing yeah. them teasing them <laughs> I'll, I'll probably well, do it again it. next year so just because it was so much fun yeah. and everybody was so supportive I feel like the organizer Ashley is awesome and now where I feel like we're buddies now and we're getting her to come into the arm lifting world a little bit so it's just yep. cool because there's such crossover between all the sports yeah and I think your background of just with climbing as well having a hell of a core makes a huge difference and so that's where I think you excelled fantastically because if you have an amazing core then it just carries over to all those different events so I think just kudos to you that you know when you're a climber and having that base strength that it can impact the the weight is strength kind of sport. So no, you did a fantastic job and totally kudos. And I'm glad and you represented, you know, your climber fam well. <laughs> Thank you. It was fun. Yeah. Let's you you come visit again next summer and we'll do it together. <laughs> all, all right. No, that sounds yeah. like a deal. Sounds like a plan for sure. For sure. So speaking about climbing, um, do you for do you prefer climbing? indoors or outdoors and then what are your most favorite climbing spots uh, I definitely prefer climbing outside I like to go bouldering um so usually not using a rope but using crash pads and you're not going super high up on boulders um we're pretty lucky here in Boise that we have a local climbing area called Swan Falls um it's it's only like 30 minutes it's I can get there in 30 minutes if I'm going like 70 miles an hour which I try not to, but you know, sometimes if I get like one or two hours to myself and I just want to go get a, that's like my meditation in a way, it's just getting out to Swan Falls and getting a little bit of climbing in. Um, it's just so, I don't know, rewarding, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, my husband and I, that's how we met was through rock climbing um, back in a oh. long time ago. We met in 2001, <laughs> but yeah, we've been together a long time. <laughs> but we traveled um let's see we've that's like our excuse to travel basically is for climbing um australia we've gone to um, fontainebleau france um spain um the southeast like georgia has really good climbing yeah i feel like climbing just takes you to all these unique areas that you probably wouldn't go to unless if you're going there specifically for that rock and most of the time it's like a gorgeous area like unique rock setting the environment just the whole experience um it's fun so i'm more curious because like ninja warrior i feel like obviously has elements of training from you know climbing um and obviously like you said you mentioned some of your strength training so i wanted to know like obviously climbing outdoors indoors is totally different obviously outdoors is gonna be like way harder um i used to climb all the time and uh like i could never get really close to the wall right because i'm sick um <laughs> anyways strong so for, <laughs> strong strong so for people who want to maybe like get into um climbing for the endurance right um or take elements of the ninja warrior you know fitness aspects um the benefits and that kind of thing to maybe you know increase their endurance or strength and and maybe they're trying to do grip sports strong man whatever right they want to take elements of that what are some like training methods that you use or tips that you have like just being super specific you know workouts progressions yeah. that kind of thing um you know if you have a local climbing gym I would just go check that out and just go have fun go play around um don't even worry about like trying to follow specific routes just try to climb and um just see how you feel um also I like going to like playgrounds and just messing around be that weird adult that's doing the monkey bars right like just have fun with it awesome. do do your box jumps up onto like the random implements that they have there. Like just, just play, like play with your kids, you know, have fun with them. Don't, don't be just sitting there on the bench, watching them play. It's like, get in there and do stuff with them. Um, yeah. 
keep it basic, keep it simple, just have fun with it. I wouldn't say like start training or anything. If you're a newbie, just, just go try climbing. And, and also you could try climbing outside, um, depends on where you live, but maybe check out some local bouldering guides. Uh, my husband is working on a bouldering guide for the area that I mentioned before Swan Falls. So he's been working on it for probably oh, cool. four years now and it's now to the publisher. So it's the end is near. <laughs> Yay. Epic. I love yeah. it. It's more supporting Idaho, isn't it? More tourism to be like, guess what? Go climb. <laughs> yeah. All the hordes are going to be showing up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Perfect. Well, so going back to um, the basics, right? You know, like in summary of what you're saying is like, it's like there, there's progression and you always, you can't skip, right? So you always have to have that solid foundation and then move forward. And, uh, I mean, you can jump in and you may be super able in the beginning, but to prevent athletes in the long game as a mom, right? It's all yeah. about progression. That's Don't right. get crazy. <laughs> yeah. Don't be the yeah. crazy in warrior. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. Just keep doing it a little, little by little every day. Absolutely. And so I guess, let me flip it a little bit, a different question here. So then speaking to the little people, the people that look up to you and say, well, I want to be on Ninja Warrior. What would you say that people that do have some climbing experience, like do you recommend they get a coach or I, I guess mm -hmm. shoot, shoot me through. How do you become a, a more advanced climber? Oh, well, okay. Well, climber or Ninja Warrior or both, I guess go for it. educate us all both is yeah. the climbing kind of like um yeah, I guess process and then is the ninja warrior is like is the penultimate goal I think as a kid you just want to keep it fun like I don't know when I was a kid I never seriously trained for anything and these days I feel like everybody's getting getting into things so early and so seriously I think something there's something to be said about having a diverse background like as far as movement goes um, so mm -hmm. I feel like Ninja is becoming its own sport. It's already become its own sport. There's like Ninja leagues that, you know, I've done the UNAA and the national Ninja league. And I traveled a bunch for different competitions when I was really into Ninja, I would, I would drive mm -hmm. like four hours every week to go train. Um, cause I ended up doing a different TV show called Ninja versus Ninja. And they take ninjas team us up and then we race each other and it's super fun. It's like side by side. Okay. That, that was on USA network and I only did that one season, but it was super fun. And so I would drive down and like, we'd set up these courses and we'd go for speed, but like things like that, like you could go to the park or the playground and you could set up your own course. Like you could set up, okay, run around on the curb. Right. And then jump to the monkey bars, mm -hmm. go across the monkey bars, run up the slide, jump from this platform to that platform, hot lava, don't touch the ground, you know, like, okay. Yeah. And then time, like time yourself and then you have a buddy right try to find a buddy who's into the same things and you just make it fun <laughs> I think a lot of it is who you mm -hmm. surround yourself with like what your friends do like finding the people around you that enjoy doing similar things and then you kind of start growing your community you have a little ninja bubble or a climbing bubble and then everybody's <laughs> just like psyched right <laughs> I think yeah that yeah a lot. it's yeah. like you say yeah good good positive vibes or good panda positivity but you know what i'm telling you right now that okay i want to add to what you guys are saying so like it is very important community we always think like direct friends but your actual living community makes a huge difference so like when i moved here i moved here with the express intent purpose to put strongman equipment in my garage and powerlifting stuff in my basement right um and that wasn't just a space issue like if you're around, if you're around people who think that's weird, like if you're training outside and like, I had a guy walk by me once and like made fun of my grunts as I just lifted four tires. I'm like, okay, loser, right? Like, yeah. are you grunting because, are you making fun of my grunt because you can't do it? Um, and just like, you know, just like all the fitnessy things I do or like making dance tutorials outside in the summer, you know what I mean? So if you're around, like your community is so important and being around people who are like-minded, like people who think it's a chore or it's weird, they don't have time, those people are, you know, not your people, you know, and they're small minded. Yeah. They don't want the same goal. So being around people who it's like not even hard, it's not even a thought for them. Like it just makes such a huge difference. So what I'm saying is like, 
you have to be willing to sacrifice those things, right? Because you it's, you will only go as high as, you talk about ceilings, walls, climbs, like metaphorically, right? It, you will only go as high as the people around you cheering you on and the people on the bottom ground and the people above. If everything you see or feel is negative or anxious or like, I can't, there isn't going to be support, then you're not going to want to do it. It's going to become a chore, a task or stressful, right? So I, yeah. I, I think that's so important um, to just cut yourself, like you said, pan of positivity. Don't, I'm trying to live my best life. Don't you try to be hating on me and take away my shine. My neighbors <laughs> complained about the play structure in my front yard because the kids were too joyful. I'm like, holy shit, Karen. What? Go, go move to a hole in the valley. Oh. Go to cave. Oh. That's sad for them. Kids, you know? <laughs> Well, there's no grizzly bears in this site. But honestly, though, I think you're super inspiring. You're so down to earth. You're so nice and friendly and you have a good heart. And I think like that, no, but Thank it you. does matter. I'm saying this because I agree with you. And you're saying that people are taking things way too seriously too early. Like it's like, calm down. You know what I mean? Like you're taking the fun out of it. And I think that fun goes a really long way. You can't take yourself too seriously. Like you got to be have the attitude of like, well, why can't I? You know what I mean? Instead of be like, well, I got to do this and I got to meal prep this and I got to do Because that yeah. got to really wears on you. Like, I feel like it's a yeah. negative phrase. You know what I mean? Just be like, I get <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. Try to yeah. stop me. I, you know? I feel like I'm, I'm going to learn this as my girls get older. They're only one in three right now. So I'm not sure yet, but I don't know. I, I would hope that they would want to try a few different things before like totally focusing on one specific thing, you know, when they're young, but, um, but you never know, maybe they'll find something that they just are obsessed over. And for people like that, there are, you know, like there is a kid's ninja warrior out there. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm not laughing at you. I'm thinking of that song from Mariah Carey. He's like, why are you so obsessed with me? Boy, I gotta know. So I feel like whenever you're walking around living your best life, be like, um, <laughs> Uh, just like that, just saying that. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> Anyways, um, thank you so much for being on the show. We appreciate, you know, hearing your story. And I think you kicked ass the strongman competition. Ashley's an awesome person. And, um, <laughs> you know, like I said, you guys can connect with her on Instagram at, at Tammy the Wine Warrior or Wine Warrior Tammy. I said that in reverse. Um, <laughs> but anyways, okay. yeah, yeah. Check her out. And like cool. I said, um, Tammy is going to make a fitness climbing Spider-Man challenge for us. I, I am going back to the idea I mentioned earlier on that they have, they don't know, but we talked about it. Um, cool. Ooh, it could be cool. like, like grip strength. You guys are gonna... How long you can hold on? Oh no, she's doing it. It's happening. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh, this is the greatest thing ever happened on this show right here. <laughs> it's because of the time. Pretend it's like Space Jam and you drank the magic water. But anyways, well, is it a hang time challenge? Okay. <laughs> you need to, yeah, you need to do a, an out, you out hang Tammy. Tammy, can you make a video of you hanging out today? Tammy, you need to make a, you need to make a video of you holding on to there as long as possible. Jen's got to go. Jen's dying. Okay. Hold on a second. Wait, wait, I got a message.